Come from behind victory for the University of Sioux Falls on the road in the Twin Cities. 35-28 is the final score. Cougars improved to 3-3. Three and three. And Tim Hyatt, uh, i got to give it to the team. Trailing 21-20 at the end of three. You mentioned it not once, but a couple of times. Big place here for a turnover. And they got the takeaways that they needed on successive possessions. They got the big one to get the ball back uh, from... Concordia when they seemed to be driving towards another possible score and then uh, took the lead on that possession and then on the very next possession Connor Aldrich stepped in front of a Connor Quartz pass and returned it 50 yards and put the Cougars up by two scores they hang on for a 35-28 win but yeah they uh, they got the plays from the defense when they needed it they had a few breakdowns along the way uh, but uh, when the the chips were down the defense stepped up and it was a couple of freshman that made some key plays London Kolb get forcing that first turnover and then when they got the ball on the offensive side Christian Janice with the big 45 yard reception to set up the go-ahead score they used two quarterbacks today and both of them threw touchdowns Cam Dean had two and Adam Mullen had one and then uh, later on Matt Grisbowski added a touchdown for the offense and then the defense got the score as well and coach Goligowski is coming up here and he's bringing a member of the offense and a member of the defense right. and we'll be talking with both Camden Dean and Connor Aldrich in, ad- in addition to coach Glow as our post game rolls on here. here's a quick scoring summary Cougars took the opening drive went 70 yards and 13 plays six yard pass Dean to Yonke Concordia came back to tie it on their first possession 73 yards and eight plays two-yard run for Jalen Richardson the first of three scores today for him five and a quarter to go in the first quarter it was tied at seven Cougars took the lead on a Dean to Slykehouse 13-yard aerial they went for two didn't get it so they led 13-7 after one that was a five-play 73-yard drive in the second quarter Adam Mullen put the Cougars up 20-7 on a nine-yard throw to Mark Leonard capping a 10-play 92-yard drive Troy Ellison made a 20 to 14 and a half, a five-yard end around for the Bears. They took the lead with 10-13 to go in the third quarter after Abe Schwinn picked off Adam Mullen, gave them a short field. They went six plays, 36 yards. Jalen Richardson from nine yards out. Cougars came back, took the lead after the fumble recovery by Sapp. They go 93 yards and six plays. Matt Grisbowski taking it in from 11 yards out. Dean to Yonke for two to make it 28-21, and then the final score came with 12.45 to play, a 50-yard interception return by Connor Aldrich. The pick six gives the Cougars the lead, 35-21. The final scoring comes with 152 left, a one-yard plunge by Jalen Richardson by the Bears, kept a seven-play, 95-yard drive to make it a 35-28 final. All right, who do you want to talk to first, players? or Let's go with players. Let's go with players. Let's go. <laughs> we'll go... Uh, Camden Dean have a chair there. Camden is a sophomore quarterback from Lakeville, South Minnesota. What's it like to be back in your own uh, stomping grounds and get a nice win like this to come from behind victory, Camden? Yeah, I mean, it's always good to be home. Um, good to see family and friends. I know I have a lot of them down there waiting for me. So it's, it's awesome to get a win. makes it a lot better. Two touchdown passes early for this one as the Cougars jumped out to a 13-7 lead. What was the offensive mindset as you guys got the ball to open this game? Uh, just execute. I mean, we 
we last couple of weeks we've shot ourselves in the foot. Uh, we still didn't execute our best today, but it was better. And you know that's that's what we preached all week. Just execute, because you know we we're really good, and we just got to believe that. And you know they, we preached it all week. I mean, even last last night in Glow's meeting, preached the you got to be that guy. <laughs> and and we we had that mindset. And you know when things went bad, we still bounced back, and it didn't last phase us, or didn't phase us at all. In the passing game today, that guy might have been Carter Slykhouse. He had 11 catches for 134 yards. It seemed like when you needed a big play, a conversion, third down, fourth down, Carter was your guy. Yeah, he is that guy for sure. It's always nice having a guy like Slyke that you're confident in. You know where he's going to be on every play. You know what he's going to do. If he's going to break it off or not, you, you know what he's doing. And he's confident. The one thing I love about Slyke is there's not many people that, don't take this wrong, there's not many people that like I think are as competitive as me. But that, he's a competitor, yeah. and that's, I know that's why I feel like we fit so well together. And having two guys like us on our offense, once we get, keep building and building, I feel like, I mean, I don't think we can be stopped. His most important catch might have been the one on the onside kick. Oh, yeah. That was pretty important. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> I was sitting there right out. I mean, I don't know if you saw, but I was on onside kick, too. So. Oh, you were? Oh. <laughs> just, just letting you know I got hands, too. Well, the one thing you didn't have to do was long snap today, and you were probably <laughs> thankful about that. Eh. Trying to do it a little bit, little bit of everything. Got a couple special teams while I'm out there. <laughs> when you're down 21-20 at the end of three, what's going through everybody's head? And you're thinking, man, how did we find ourselves in this position? But the defense rose to the occasion, got you the ball back. The offense then went 93 yards, and then the defense added on the one at the end. Oh, yeah, that was huge. A lot of credit to them. They bounced back huge today. Helped us a, a lot. I mean, as a young offense, I mean, that's not trying to make an excuse, but you need – a little bit of support, and they totally gave that for uh, enough for us today. And we tried doing our job and execute. And when they get the turnover, try to bounce back and score uh, off their turnovers, uh, which we did. And you know, it's it was a great effort from them, and super happy they bounced back. And I'm really confident going into the next game. I think both of us are both sides of the ball are firing on both cylinders. And you know, once we get this thing rolling, I think we'll be pretty good. After the uh, the fumble that. Uh, Cougars recovered, flipped the field because the end of the quarter, you guys took the shot downfield to Christian Janis. Was that by design? You got the wind at your back a little bit. You're going to take a shot after you kind of flip momentum. <laughs> we were talking on the sideline. I think it just happened to be perfect how they pin, or we got it all the way down there and like the five because we weren't going to run it that close. So it worked out perfect. Got a couple yards and then we <laughs> let her let her fly. Underthrew him a little bit, but he made a heck of a play. Yep. I got to ask you, what happened on that drive where the offense committed five? penalties uh i mean at the end of the day that's on that's on me um i think we had a couple false starts in there a couple of miscommunication um what else you have delay a game yeah uh, yep that, that's unacceptable but you know stuff you got to clean up and we're just lucky it didn't hurt us but at the end of the day we just got to learn from it and i don't think you can do much worse than that for penalties so Camden, we'll definitely improve that for yep. sure. Camden Dean led the Cougars today with a couple of touchdown passes. Uh, not quite a 100-yard rushing day, but a nice effort again on the ground. <laughs> Kim's got the numbers. 73 in. on uh, 10 carries, and then he was 16 of 26 for 230 and two scores. Not too shabby, young man. Congratulations on yeah. the win here in your uh, stomping grounds. You go down and uh, celebrate. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Camden. See you guys on the bus. Yep, Camden Dean. From the offense, and now on the defensive side of things, this young man—he's back again. He's Ellis, back. Ellis. <laughs> yeah. good to see you guys. And you put this one on ice for the Cougars in the fourth quarter. What's it like when you look up and the ball's coming your way, oh. and it's a pick six in the making? Tell us. Uh, about it. First off, I had a great block from—I'm pretty sure I was Nate Tillich on the running back because he had a good angle on me. So I'm 
give my kudos to Nate because that wouldn't happen without him. And, shoot, I don't know. I know how to make a play, and I guess it kind of just fell into me, and I did the best I could, which was getting six. It, so. se- it seemed like the ball hung up a little bit. Oh, yeah. you, were, you weren't necessarily in coverage no. on that guy, but you made no. a great break on it and stepped in front. It's crazy because, I don't know, they just we've been getting ripped on that little shaker up from number two the whole time, and, I mean, he, he ran it. If he would have threw it right when number two broke and my shoe kind of came off too, that doesn't help. But <laughs> um, he kind of eyed him down for like two or three seconds, which gave me time to catch up. So, and he kind of flooded it out there. So, and like I just tried to make a play. Yep. At the end of three quarters, you're down 21-20, and we're making the comment here, this would be a perfect time for the defense to rise to the occasion, mm-hmm. force a turnover. Mm-hmm. London Cole forced the oh, fumble. Yeah. Joseph Sapp came on the ball. And then the next possession, you rose to the occasion. Oh, yeah. What what was going on on the defensive side of things at that stage when you're down by a point through three periods? We've got to keep fighting. We had to buck up. You know, it's just play after play over and over again. Got to be relentless. We got to bring our arms when we tackle. I kind of fall victim to that sometimes too, but that was just something we were saying over there on the bench. And London brought his arms on that on that forced fumble, and I guess that's the result we got. So I think you got a little more pressure on the quarterback today oh, than yeah. in the past. Do you oh, yeah. think the same way? I think so. Yeah, that that helped us a lot. D line got after it, making him you know look look off one read and then start to get a little scared, a little scramble. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too happy seeing number ninety five and some of those guys <laughs> after me either. So I think uh, I think everybody executed pretty well. Of course, it's not a perfect game, but you know we came out with the dub and we can just check everything up in the film room. How would you rate that running back of theirs, Jalen Richardson? He had a hundred yard day today. He's a solid running back. I feel like we could have we could have made a little bit more tackles on him. Uh, you know, cool to him. He had a good game, but you know I, I rock with my guys so. I feel like uh, we held him pretty good. I don't know about that little touchdown on there. That was pretty iffy where he reached over. Somebody, <laughs> had, to, somebody had to punch that. So I got to ask you. You probably haven't done much studying for next week, but you're you're gonna have to have your head on a swivel. Oh, yeah. This guy throws more than 50 times a game. Jack Strand oh, yeah. forehead. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get ready. You know, another good week of week of practice. You know, we just have no fear for anybody. So I, I got trust in my guys. So what was it like to play in a game where there was no win today? Practically, <laughs> it was great. I loved it. You take that, right? Yeah, really, I'll take it. All right, Connor Aldrich with a game-winning pick six. Late stages as of this one, he went 50 yards, picking off Connor Quartz and taking it to the house. Connor, Thanks, guys. thank you very much. Thanks, Connor. Congratulations on that win, young man. Appreciate it. Thank you. The stopping by and now, Coach Glagowski, a defensive coordinator. At heart, now a head coach for the second time, and you gotta gotta really be tickled pink with your defense the way they came up big way for you. Yeah, I, you know, good for those kids. They worked really hard, and we've had some nice plays, some nice scenarios throughout the course of the season to this point. But we haven't had those marquee plays like we had today. And you know, I think um, you know, I'm just proud of the kids. We had a great talk last night. Uh, probably a shocker to you guys, but I probably talked way too much. <laughs> but. Uh, I just talked to those guys, you know, you get to define who you want people to think that you are and how you carry yourself and what you do on the field. And so you only get 11 Saturdays for people to walk away with an impression. you got a big crowd, homecoming up here. What do you want these people to say when you walk out of here? And I think they would say the kids played hard, they were relentless, they were positive, and they made plays. And, you know, that's all you can ask for. And they were resilient because you had the lead early, 20-7. to 7. Next thing you know, late third quarter, you're down 21-20, but still able to overcome and win. Yeah, you know, that's part of the deal. Like I said, this, this league is... is this, Everyone's a tough out in this league, you know. I, these guys, we were talking about just yesterday, Augustana, it was a one-score game, and these guys, you know, they're tough. They're well-coached. they got good football players. You're on the road, and anytime you get a road win, anytime you get a win in general, it's tough to get, and I'm really proud of these guys. And now we're 3-3 three and three and move on to the next week, but um, 
we're getting better, and we're, we're doing the things you have to do to win football games. You know, we didn't snap the ball over our head today. We kind of had a little bit of a snafu on the – we weren't trying to go for two. Actually, we were trying to shift them back down, and they got kind of confused, and they threw a flag on it. So, But for the most part, you know, I thought the stuff that can get you beat as far as big-time holding calls on big plays and stuff like that, we did a decent job of minimizing some of that stuff and certainly stuff we can get better at. But uh, all in all, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with the guy's effort and – just so happy for him. You know, guys work really hard all week long, and to have a victory as a reward is, is certainly what the goal is. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last night, I believe, uh, about at a certain point in the season, true freshmen really aren't true freshmen anymore. You got a couple of big plays today. London Cole forcing that fumble. Then on the offensive side, Christian Janis makes another big catch that uh, sets up that go-ahead score. Yeah, and how about Adonis Hutchinson? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm, you know, it's so exciting. It's so exciting, and I know we talked about this before, and I hate to belabor the point, but the future is so bright, you know, and I'm, I'm so excited about our young kids and how they're stepping in, and um, even a young man named Keith Morris traveled today. I thought he might get in the action, but then Garrett Hoffman was ready to go, who's another redshirt freshman. So, you know, I just the, the, to see these guys have success and celebrate it and, and have a good time and, and enjoy playing the game, you know, that's my reward right there. What can you say about Carter Slykhouse that we didn't say today? Last week he went over 1,000 yards receiving for his career. Today he went over the 100-catch threshold. Plus he had a 9 or 10-catch day for over 100 yards, a touchdown. And again, as Tim mentioned, perhaps the best catch of the day was on the onside kick. I mean, he's humble. He's very quiet, very workmanlike, and... I can't imagine if Carter Slykehouse was a free agent, every team in the league wouldn't try to sign him. <laughs> He's that kind of a player. Yep. And I just think that uh, he there's no fanfare with him. He's really quiet. Sometimes I have to encourage him to be more of a vocal leader because he has such a command of the team. And he's such a, a good player, and he never makes excuses. He listens. He's coachable. And, yeah, I mean, he's obviously a guy that, um, in my mind, is probably one of our, if not the, one of the most valuable players on offense. You uh so at the end of the second quarter, there was a stretch where there was seven penalties in a very short time span. And then I made the comment, you guys didn't come out of the locker room across the street until the very like, About final a minute two and minutes. A half to go. Did you give them a little extra in no, the locker room? Or no, was actually, um, I didn't. Actually, I just, so I, I usually try to stay out of the fray at halftime. We meet as a staff right away, and I kind of give a couple thoughts, but... I don't know, this head coaching gig is something else. I, I don't have any kind of call sheets with me. I just kind of sit there and I have the best seat in the house. I get to call. It's like playing video games. Like, you know, I just get to call a timeout when I want and stuff like that. But I just told the kids, hey, man, what are you going to do about it? I said to the referee, I'm like, guys, I don't know if we've had a delay a game all year. And to have three and one drive, I go, what is going on with that clock? He's like, we'll look into it at halftime. So I don't know if there was some issue. I was kind of teasing him a little bit. But, you know, I yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just, for whatever reason, it is what it is. We don't we don't talk about penalties because it's one of those things like you talk about it, then all of a sudden you're making them. You talk about fumbles, guys start fumbling. So I, we don't talk about it. These guys aren't trying to hold. Well, you had one in the second half, so yeah. it got cleaned up. You know, I think sometimes in this league, um, you know, every Monday night, fortunate enough, the commissioner and Justin Ingles, the head of officials, has a Zoom call with all the head coaches and the crew chiefs. So, you know, I think we're all on the same page. They're doing a great job. They're trying to do the best they can. They're certainly not out here, you know, they're not, it's not their full-time profession, you know, and... I just think they're they're doing the best they can, and sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. And I just try not to think about it because if I do, my head will explode. <laughs> Three weeks ago at Duluth, you didn't have any timeouts at the end of the game. You had used them all up with about 11 minutes to go. Today, with 14 minutes to go, they expended their third and final timeout. Uh, it proved to be a great benefit to you guys down the stretch today. Oh, 100%. I think we talked about that at Duluth. As soon as I called that timeout, I'm like, this is going to come back to haunt me. Just like I thought on the two-point failed conversion here, that was going to come back to haunt us. And that's why one of the kids is like, you know, Riverboat Glow, they were calling me about going for two. I go, well, 
I go, at that point in the game, we, if, if we got to the point where it was a seven-point game, what's the difference if you're up by five or six? got to have seven to whatever. So, um, yeah, timeouts are critical. And the nice thing for us is I was able to use them to kind of calm our guys down, not necessarily because we had to stop the clock, and that's key. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention on the two-point conversion that you made late in the game, a lot of misdirection there. And there was a lot of misdirection employed by the offense today, and to great success, I thought. Yeah, I think what you see is our offense with Coach Luters and those guys, it's really developing and growing, I think, as the season's gone on. We're able to put more stuff in. The kids are starting to understand it. And, you know, like I, we, you know, last week against Augustana, all five offensive linemen, I think that was their fifth college start. So they're starting to get more confident, and you just need experience. And now that we know what we're doing, we can now do some fun stuff. The tight end throwback, it was gorgeous. Nobody, open, you know, there's nobody home. And um, how about the tight ends? They made some crucial catches Great. today. Yep. And, you know, Adam Mullen stepped in when he needed to. I thought both the running backs ran hard. Ten play, 92-yard drive. His first action of the day just comes in, and you guys yeah. march down 92 yards and get escorted. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, I just, everybody did their part. And, you know, the exciting thing about it is, uh, you know, we're 3-3, three and three, and that's all I can ask for coming up here. And you look at the clock here, it's almost 3 o'clock. Uh, this time next week we'll probably just be beginning the second half because they throw so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't even think about the Dragons right now. I just uh, <laughs> I need the 24-hour rule. I'm definitely going to enjoy this one. We're going to have some pizza, get on the bus, and go home. A great deal to that for us was Domino's. If you buy online, you get half-off pizza. So I don't know. Deals like that, they might be uh, overtaking Slim Chicken. So we'll see how it shakes in my NIL pursuits. All right, Coach Glow, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Nice win. Nice job getting back to 500. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Coach. Final score here in St. Paul, 35-28. Cougars at 3-3 three and three at Moorhead next week. At high noon, Concordia drops to two and four there at Minot next Saturday at one. Tim's got a look at the final statistics here from Seafoam Stadium. Sioux Falls had 26 first downs. They ran at 38 times for 201 yards, 19 of 31 through the air for 272. They ran 69 plays, 473 yards of total offense, penalized eight times for 60 yards, and they had the ball for 3140 of this contest. Seven of 13 on third down, one for one. On fourth down, Concordia was had 16 first downs. They ran it 32 times for 184 yards, threw it 15 of 24 for 215, 56 plays, 399 in total offense. They were penalized three times for 35 yards, 28 minutes, 20 seconds of possession. They were 6 of 11 on third down. They did not go for it on fourth down. Individual leaders, we talked about Camden Dean, 16 of 26 for 230 and a couple of scores. He ran it 10 times. For 73 yards, Adam Mullen was 3 of 5. For 42 yards, he had a touchdown and an interception. Carter Slykehouse, 11 for 134 and a TD. Christian Janis, one catch, 45 yards. Mark Leonard, 2 for 33 and a score. Travis Yonke had the other receiving touchdown today on a 6-yard reception. Dylan Rudnigan led the Cougars in rushing, 17 carries for 89 yards. Matt Grisbowski carried 8 times for 45 yards. He also got into the end zone. Defensively, the Cougars were led in tackles by Eli Schlangen. Eight t- uh, total tackles, Matt Gehring and Brendan Holt had six apiece. Interception for Connor Aldrich. He took it to the end zone for a touchdown and a forced fumble by London Kolb, recovered by Joseph Sapp, were the takeaways today for the Cougars. Concordia was led offensively. Connor Courts was 15 of 23 for 215. Did not have a touchdown, but threw an interception. His leading receiver, uh, he had four guys catch four passes, Drew Enke, Renee Zaldivar, and Troy Ellison. Uh, Enke had 69 yards, 
Zaldivar 49 and Ellison 45. Leading rusher in the game was Jalen Richardson. He carried it 23 times for 162 yards and scored three times. Leading tackler for the Bulldogs was Cyrus McClure in on nine stops. Jawan Carr had seven and four Golden Bears had six apiece. Cougars win it 35-28, improved to 3-3 three and three on the season. Locally owned by Midwest Farm Families, Prairie Farms Dairy is committed to quality and freshness that ensures the milk and dairy products served at your family's table are the very best. Choose 100% real dairy. Choose Prairie Farms. We'll conclude our coverage from the capital city of the Gopher State of Minnesota right after this on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. 35-28, the final here from... St. Paul, Minnesota. Cougars now 2-0 and leading at the half. And in the D2 era, Tim Hyatt, that was their 100th victory out of 110 games when leading at halftime. The Cougars have now won 10 of 11 NSIC encounters with Concordia St. Paul. They improved to 15-2 and overall against the Golden Bears. The record as members of this league now 88-28, and including a 45-13 and road mark. Concordia drops to 31 and 84 in the last 11 seasons, including 19 and 39 here at home. And this was uh, didn't bring it up, but it was Shannon Courier's 100 oh, yes. loss, yep. as opposed to a coach getting 100 victories, victories against yeah. the Cougars. 35-28, our final. I will say this: uh, Jalen Richardson's got a, probably a. A vote or two for Offensive Player of the Week Certainly. with 160 yep. plus yards and three touchdowns today. But the most important thing is the Cougar defense rose to the occasion, forced two takeaways, and got a pick six, a score by the defense first of the year. And that aids greatly in the long game here, the the grand scheme of things. If you can get points from more than just your offense, you're doing things right. Absolutely. Well, that'll do it from St. Paul. One other note I, I need to pass on here. Sioux Falls High V's. There are six of them. They take. Uh, um, I have a flyer at home that gives you all sorts of red hot weekly deals, whether it's during the week, Monday through Thursday, or then again on the weekends. High V. Um, you can get perks, get reduced gas prices by buying certain items. Head to your Sioux Falls High V's, six of them, to get your. Uh, Groceries these days. And Shoneman's has been furnishing the best building supplies and expert advice since 1888. Shoneman's is located at 4000 Southwestern Avenue in Sioux Falls. They also have a location in Harrisburg. They've got everything you need for your project, big or small. You'll find the best products and expert advice at Shoneman's. Now for our postgame guests, Camden Dean, Connor Aldrich, and Jim Glagowski. And for Tim Hyatt, this is Tom Fredrickson. Thanks so much. For listening to USF football, we'll be back next Saturday, 11.30, the pregame, 12 noon, the kickoff from Moorhead, Minnesota, USF at MSU Moorhead. Until then, take care and go Cougs!